Welcome to our daily podcast, The News Around Uganda. It's the 29th of April 2021. I am Lydia Lakonyero. A section of legislators have described the former member of parliament for Kakuto County, Matthias Kasamba, as a selfless and hardworking person who served the country diligently. Kasamba breathed his last at Nakasero Hospital yesterday. He was representing Uganda in the East African Parliament and has been the NRM Party Director for Mobilization. The Bobulo West Member of Parliament, Rose Motonyi, has described him as a man who was loved by everyone. I don't know whether he was he has been sick because we haven't got uh, the, the cause of his death yet. But I really feel disheartened. It's very bad. Well, just as I was saying, he's a man who left nothing unturned. And he was a model because he was uh, good at coffee, growing, at vegetables. Some MPs, like the Sinjiro South MP Alex Biarugaba, said he will be missed. I think it's a tragedy that has befallen this country, tragedy that has befallen our parliament and especially the East African Legislative Assembly. Which is, these are people that are very hard to replace because of his character at work, both at work and outside his work. Meanwhile, Vision Group has been ranked among the top 10 best government agencies whose staff have declared their wealth to the Office of the Inspector General of Government. Other public offices which have performed to expectation include the Office of the President, Vice President, Amnesty Commission, Directorate of Citizenship and Immigration Control, the Judiciary and the Office of the Inspectorate of Government. Meanwhile, most of the opposition political parties have not submitted their assets, income and liability to the IGG and the worst performers include Forum for Democratic Change, Uganda People's Congress, JEMA and the National Unity Platform, which has declared only 24%. The deputy IGG, Mariam Wangadia, says they have started investigating over 4,000 public servants who have not complied with the law. The compliance rate for March 2021 declaration period is at 83.11%. That is 20,778 leaders out of 25,000 leaders declared their assets and liabilities to the IGG. The others did not, and we have begun investigating those breaches with a view to prosecuting them before the leadership court tribunal. So a total of 4,222 leaders are under investigation for possible prosecution and sanctioning before the tribunal. In a related story, the leadership court tribunal is set to start adjudicating cases of public servants who have failed to declare their wealth to the office of the inspectorate of government. The president assented to the leadership court act, which was passed by parliament to minimize corruption in public offices. The IGG set a deadline of 23rd April 2021 for the declaration of the wealth for all public servants, including the junior officers at the rank of office messenger. Ethics and Integrity Minister Reverend Father Simon Lokodo says among the offences in the Act include submitting false information and accepting gifts to influence decision-making. And any person found in the breach of this code shall have to appear before the Leadership Court Tribunal 
for adjudication. And the penalties to be imposed by the Leadership Court Tribunal include, but not limited to, caution, payment of fine, demotion, dismissal from office, or even incarceration, imprisonment. I therefore take this opportunity to urge all Ugandans, especially public officers, to acquaint themselves with this law and to comply with their legal obligations. Let's see what's happening in the road sector. 9 billion shillings has been earmarked for rehabilitation of roads in Kampala under KCCA. Betty Amongi, the Minister for Kampala, says the intervention is a response to the public outcry over the deteriorating roads that are filled with potholes. She explains that most of the roads have outlived their lifespan and need quick fixing as the government contemplates a long-term infrastructure plan for Kampala. Nine billion shillings has been availed for this fourth quarter, which is between April to June 2021, to undertake emergency road works repair at key points and sections of road over the next two weeks. I'm sure you're already seeing work ongoing in most of these roads. I am certain that uh, in these divisions of four, five divisions and headquarters, we are going to uh, ensure that major areas with portals have been uh, undertaken. In the bigger plan, Amongi says the government will increase the number of tarmac roads in the city, improve street lighting and drainage in all municipalities. Government through KCCA has come up with a plan that would go beyond just repairing to improving our city street aimed at revamping the existing network and increasing the number of kilometers of tarmac roads in the city. We have a project now being funded by African Development Bank which is supporting 69 kilometers of road and water walkways, cycling lines, drainage, and we also have a project that will start doing street lighting. News coming in from Barara District is that as fears over the new and deadlier COVID-19 variants rise in Uganda, authorities in Rubindi Kashari have warned bar owners and operators against opening for business. It is contrary to the presidential directive that bars remain closed as the country continues to fight the spread of COVID-19. The warning came from Edith Tubebamwe, who is the town clerk of Rubindi Ruhumba Town Council. This follows complaints about police interference logged by local bar proprietors. As the OC of Rubindi Police Post Andrew Agume notes, some bar owners in the area have remained defiant to COVID-19 guidelines. Positive coronavirus cases stand at over 40,000 with 334 deaths. Still in western Uganda, the Minister of Justice and Constitutional Affairs, Professor Ephraim Kamuntu, has handed over a vehicle that had been pledged by the President to 26 members of Bogongi Clay's Industry Associations Limited. The Fusa Truck Registration Number UBH-490V was delivered yesterday, 13 years since the promise was made. Even if it is meant for original members, it still might be difficult to share the benefits because 150 broke off and formed another association in 2018. The Shema Resident District Commissioner Frank Vesije hailed the president for honoring his pledge and urged the beneficiaries to put the vehicle to good use. In sports, Lady Dove striker Fazila Iquaput has continued with her stunning form by scoring a brace as the Doves rallied from a goal down to defeat UCU Lady Cardinals 2-1 at the FUFA Technical Center in Njeru. The Cardinals were the first to score through skipper Hasifa Nasuna, who converted a penalty in the 21st minute and Iquaput leveled for Lady Doves 10 minutes later. In the second half, both sides pushed for a winner and it was the Doves that got it by scoring from a penalty mark 
after Lady Doves defender Shadia Nancha fouled in a forbidden area. Lady Doves are now leading the group with seven points from three games, while UCU Lady Cardinals are second on three points from two games. Doves assistant coach Simon Asimwe attributed the performance to the execution of the game plan by players. Uh, I would like to thank my players for having played by the plan because we set out a plan and uh, they stick to the plan. Even though we considered we still had that resilience and endurance and we knew that we have to chase the game up to the last minute. Because always a calling squad in more than five seconds, you need to, check, to take your chances. And I would like to thank my players for having adjusted to the, pro, to the plan as we laid it down. And with that story, we come to the end of the news around Uganda. I'm Lydia Lekwonyel. Good day.